0: I had like a I don't I don't know what this moment was, but it was a moment where I finally I I yeah, I had some weird feelings in the middle of like fooling around with uh with Adrian. Uh-huh. So we were like, you know, just like making out on the couch. Just like fun, passionate makeout stuff. Lots of boob touching, lots of just grinding. Not really looking to fuck yet, but just, like, you know. Like, we'd already had sex once that you morning. You mean when I
1: was upstairs getting ready for work yeah, 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 yeah. Sure.
0: So. Nap <laughs> uh, time, yeah. Yeah, that time. So, we're down there, and they start, like, sucking on my titties. And my titties have gotten a lot bigger recently. It just feels like they go through periods where they kind of, like, stall out in mm-hmm. so far as their growth goes. You're teething and, again. And then, like takes off yeah. out of nowhere and so i've just gone through a t- another takeoff period and my boobs are just big and like my nipples my aerials have gotten bigger and Dude, like, what
1: about a whole trans episode of girls gone wild
0: <laughs> i love that um sorry go on <laughs> that's fine i mean i'm into the idea of like a trans girls gone wild it's just here's the thing i think it would be kind of nice because there's a wider range of trans titties than yeah. i think people are aware of. Mm-hmm. Like and and there's that's the thing is it's not I'm not going to tr- mince words about like, no, they look exactly like regular women's breasts. It's like, no, they don't do. Like if you show me different titties nine you times out of 10, I can tell which ones are the trans ones. It just looks, because it's it a fun look, game show. Yeah. Cause it's like, look, it's fucked up. But it's like, if you grow titties on an adult body, yeah. they look different than if you grow them on like a prepubescent yeah. body. Like that's they just come out differently. That's, uh-huh. and that's fine. I love trans titties. I honestly have, porn blogs I follow that are just trans titty blogs right (laughs) it's great I mean I'm gayest for myself so like yeah uh, I guess I'm what most people would call a trans that's one of those
1: things where it's like it's okay like we can acknowledge that some things are different without assuming that that means there's some are are of higher value like yeah that's just one of those weird knee jerk reactions to try to pretend that everything is like the same when it's like no that's don't we like diversity what's wrong with just being like There's sometimes trans titties look different and Mm -hmm. I like those too or I like those better or, uh, you know, whatever. Uh,
0: But I I feel like I'm in this weird rare category of trans girls that get big titties (laughs) where it's just like my, my (laughs) titty, like they're just, they just keep growing and they're bigger than I ever planned on them being. Yeah. Like I thought honestly that I would just kind of, I would have a nice-ish pair of like trans tits and like now it's getting to the point where it's like I can, all, I'm having trouble fitting it all in my hand at once like uh-huh. there's still like if I go from the outside with my palm up in and try and wrap are around are than mine now? My, they might be.
1: Well, I don't, like, what size are
0: was <laughs> just <is funny> <laughs> feeling our boots in <laughs> <and> Space studio <laughs> right Sunday now? Sunday mornings. <laughs>
1: <laughs> just for measurement purposes. Okay. So, I like,
0: think, I mean, I wear a 36. Like, uh I wear, like, well, I'm fixing to have to go get a new bra because, yeah. like, my bras are, like, kind of a little small now. Like, my tits are spilling at the edge, but those are 36 C's.
1: Yeah. Well, I think that's what I was wearing when I was wearing bras. Um, you know, and then I was wearing sports bras for so long, so it didn't even... Because at one point, I had, I, had th- I had thought of myself as like a B or something, but then Target changed so that everybody's boobs were like a size larger than they are. And then I feel like there was a shift at one point where bra sizes changed. <coughs> I don't know if I'm making that up, but anyway, well, so...
0: I never... I wound up I never, using C's. Yeah, I mean, Target's not what I base my measurements off of. I like go or the last time I went, it's very rare that I buy new bras because, like, my, since my body's been changing so gotta, much. Yeah. yeah, I just wait until... I buy nice bras because, like, I'm super sensitive with, like, clothing and mm-hmm. the sensations of clothing. Like, I can't do tags and things like that. Yeah. So I I buy nicer bras that I know fit well, but I... They go to this place called Petticoat Fair, and like they come in, it's like a boutique bra place, and they measure you. And so, like, that's what I could never do
1: that because I didn't want anyone near my boobs. I was like, See, I
0: don't care who gets near them. For me, it's all very affirming and like, mm, mm, mm.
1: Yeah, exactly. It's the opposite for me. So, um, like the girls, n- like
0: you can leave your shirt on if you want. I was like, no, that's fine. No, no, I want to no. get <laughs> his. Let's get, no, get in I there, wa- girlfriend. I want to be accurate. You know,
1: just wait. How many women have measured your trans <laughs> boobs?
0: Uh, three different ones. <laughs> it's tight.
1: Uh, <laughs> uh, what an afternoon for them, <laughs> um, dude. I always like because I would do secret shopping, and those jobs would come up, and sometimes they would pay pretty well, and you would get new bras and stuff. But I never did it because I was like, I'm not. I, I i've still to this day never had a like real mm. fitting i've had suit fittings but not nothing where i've you know took my sports bra off. but now i don't even wear bras so i've like i don't know you know me i just need to get comfortable with being naked but
0: yeah well i'm excited i mean i've been thinking about it recently because my boobs have gotten so much bigger like they've they've grown they've at first they did not the cone thing necessarily but they grew out and now they're growing out. They're uh-huh. growing out. Or they've grown out. Now they're, they're going sideways. They're going forward.
1: Now they're going sideways. Yeah. Like, like <laughs> yeah. they're
0: rounding out on the edges. Like they now stick out further than my chest does, which is n- my tits have never. My shoulders uh, have always been the widest point. And my boobs like are now like coming into like where my armpits are. Right? Oh, like
1: boobs are. Oh, okay.
0: You know. Are, like they stick out to the sides. Interesting. Yeah. And so it's, yeah. And just the heft of them is increased. You've definitely
1: got like more fat in your chest area than I do. Yeah. Easily. Cause I don't really put weight anywhere besides my stomach. I mean, I have boobs, but like the rest of my, it's like, there's no, yeah. Interesting. Yeah.
0: I think I have fairly sizable wide like titties. Like there's, like, there's yeah. not just like a singular titty that's slender and like comes out like it. That my tits take are kind of taking up my the entirety. Are of your my boobs chest. the same
1: size, left and yeah. right? Yeah, interesting, because that's like rare for cis women. I know. Women. I wonder if it, yeah. I don't I know. Wonder, if it's rare. I wonder if trans women tend to have same size boobs.
0: I think so. I mean, at least from like the way I've seen it. Why do like, they grow
1: differently sized... So because so, it's like more common to have differently sized boobs in cis women, at least.
0: I think probably. Because it, like, it's nature making it work. It's They're just like fucking. Nature's a
1: little off. Well, <laughs> nature's
0: just like, you know, it's pumping hormones into you at different times. And like, maybe you just know. just sleeping they, on one side yeah, so you know, much. Yeah, who knows throughout what, puberty. And maybe, yeah, it, I don't know. Who knows what butterfly flapped its wings yeah. and made it that way. But it's like, I think f- f- an interesting. F- for some reason, anyone my needs like, a grad project. Yeah, or? my like, uh, you know, no medical degree whatsoever <laughs> opinion is that, like, you know, if you're transitioning as an adult uh, or, you know, a teenager, from male to female and you're taking hormones you're getting like this consistent like dosage every day and Mm -hmm. so it's like affecting it's affecting just your fat redistribution like there's no milk it's more consistent
1: than nature would be okay Yeah. yeah
0: Yeah, uh-huh. when it's redistributing your fat, it sends it to the same places consistently, right? Yeah. Instead of being like, well, this week you're getting it in your ass only, or this week you're getting it on your stomach, or this yeah. week it's only the left titty. It's like
1: fitful starts of of puberty. Yeah, yeah. Your
0: body's like becoming itself; it's morphing. It's, all it's imperfect, jerky. right? Yeah. yeah. But if you're r- an adult and you're done with puberty and you're doing more of a hormones, yeah, release. But that's just my dumb ass No, I think we nailed
1: it. I think that's. I think we, we did science right here. We,
0: Somebody called the AMA. <laughs> Get we them to just award our us study. some doctorates. Yeah. I
1: mean, we clearly deserve them. <laughs>
0: This is the Gender Fluids Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Ava Smart, a 26-year-old trans girl and bottom-leaning switch.
1: And I'm Ariel Isaac Norman, a 32-year-old boy lesbian. For now. And we're bringing you the only queer podcast that isn't super gay.
0: Genderfluids is a podcast about all the sex and all the people. You can follow us on Instagram at podcast On Twitter, we're at genderfluidspod. Our email is genderfluidspodcast at gmail.com. And if you want to support us on Patreon, you can find us at patreon.com slash genderfluids enjoy the episode y'all so okay so circling back around i was laying on the couch and adrian was like just you know we were just doing boob stuff right and so they're like just sucking on my titties and i had all of these like weird because they're finally not as sensitive as they were when they were they're still super sensitive more sensitive than they were before transition but not as sensitive as they were when they were f- just first starting to grow when it was like it, I could barely have like a lot of touching happening. Yeah, yeah. Like it was like too, too much, much yeah. now. Like they can like withstand some shit. Right. And yeah. so Adrian's like sucking on my titties. Uh, and I'm like having this and I'm, I'm looking down at them doing it and it's the first time my boobs have been big enough to where they kind of fall back onto me uh-huh. and like, uh, at the same time that Adrian can kind of play with and suck on them, like there's enough for a few things to be happening at once. Like the titty fat isn't monopolized with one action. Right. Uh And so as I'm sitting there staring at that, watching that happen, realizing that my boobs are that big and that they're big enough to like be comfortably like sucked on and suckled, all of my like breeding fantasies (laughs) suddenly came into play where it's like, I love the idea of like being bred and like forced to like birth things, and then like have to See like sustain them. their life, right? But it was this odd fucking experience because it was like, it was like my partner who's very real <laughs> doing this thing that's triggering this fantasy <laughs> that is like the the epitome of impossible, yeah. right? Yeah, it's like because it was like I was sitting there and being like, oh fuck, like this is like you know I'm like feeding they're, somebody, but then at the they're same in a time, role play,
1: they're not aware they're in, and for a moment, yeah, but I mean yeah. we're,
0: we all are at right, Doing sex, yeah. right? Like. After that, you know, like, one, we went upstairs, and we fucked, and I, like, fucked them from behind really hard, and, like, afterwards, like... And for me, I was, like, it was this whole loving on oh, giving them this, like, great hard fucking, and then for them afterwards, they were, like, yeah, totally, like, went to some, like... uh incestual rape fantasies there for a while and i was like what
1: <laughs> you know they're having incestual rape <laughs> fantasies uh, back you're, here just like they're, I love this they're a little so piglet much. or whatever <laughs> yeah.
0: so yeah we're all part of fantasies we don't know we're part of at different points in time but yeah. so we're sitting there and I, I was just having to have this moment of reckoning of like having a fantasy that i can kind of indulge in in a very real way but never actually have that tie to reality with. Uh So it's like, you know, the daddy little sister stuff that I do with Adrian and Jess, Mm -hmm. that stuff, feels kind of real, not real, but it's closer to real because those are real relationships, Mm -hmm. right? Those are things that I've experienced and exist within my life. But my ability to actually bear and produce children of any sort or species or whatever (laughs) and then feed them is such an impossibility. And so it was the first time I think I really encountered like that, like, oh, this is a thing that like I have the equipment to do, right, uh-huh. uh, but actually can't do it all. Yeah. and it, Yeah, it was this odd, like...
1: It's like getting a sex toy that's a part of your body. Like,
0: yeah, yeah. Not to, like, just reduce my tits to, like, sex, but for sure, 100%, yeah. that's what it's been like a lot of the time. It's yeah, just, it's like, kind
1: of interesting. Like, you've um, gotten
0: enhanced yeah I don't yeah know. enhanced titties but and, you know it was also just a weird moment of like femininity for me where i was like okay i'm gonna try and lean into this and get into this headspace of like they're like feeding off of me right uh-huh. and, like it was fucking yeah, hot
1: dude, let's talk about boobs nipples
0: sucking
1: because like wait go ahead. yeah
0: fit because i do want to talk about it but just like just to add an extra level it's like my my nipples leak right like uh-huh. not unstimulated but like adrian has like said multiple times like yeah dude like you I, when i suck on your nipples like i can feel like a little of something come out and then i've talked to other trans women i think it's a thing that like trans women's titties like if you <laughs> suck on them like produce like a little bit of like some sort of like lactatey shit or whatever <laughs> so yeah, <I> know. Shit. <laughs> where's all the I'm study saying, on that all i'm saying is we are the future <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. it's nice to get something out of the nipples it's kind of nice
0: So, yeah, Yeah. nipple sucking.
1: Nipple sucking. I mean, because you know how into the girls' boobs I am. And like.
0: Oh, when you find a pair you love.
1: uh, And because she is so into me being so into them, you know, like, because not all girls are like so into their nipples getting sucked and everything, like, everything. Like, so we (coughs) just have that feedback loop of like getting to do whatever and and like I've never thought about like the way you're, when you're going down on someone you look up and it's like a very vulnerable but hot situation you know yeah I've never really thought about like that as much with boobs like but you know I have that joke now about how which is it not really a joke it's just a thing that really happened which is that I really was deep throating her boob one day so hard that I choked on her nipple the same way I gagged on that on lover boy's you know
0: how much of her? How big is your mouth? How big's my mouth? Yeah, I mean, you got it all, or do you just have a horrible gag reflex? Because like, pro- how much oh, I your,
1: have a horrible. I oh yeah, like, how I much? Have...
0: How far down your throat was that bitch's boob? Like, damn. Well,
1: yeah, it probably doesn't take that much to gag me. Okay, but, um, because I that you makes know. more sense. But still, it, you know, <laughs> it was a lot anyway. Um,
0: but you love them.
1: But yeah, I but so then I was like, I like looking up the other day in that same way while, while doing boob stuff, I like looked up and, and I could tell that she, she kind of gasped a little bit. And like, we talked about it later, like she said something about how hot it was to like look down at me. And it just, I wonder with the whole boob thing, like the, it, to me, it's always been like, so in this weird Freudian space that like, you know, the mommy issue stuff. I just like, what are we all doing with this psychologically? Are we doing anything I or mean, <laughs> like,
0: so my honest answer is like, I've also gone there and thought about that, but then I'm like, I'm not going to think about that yeah. anymore. Cause I like it too much. I don't, I don't right. care what's at the end of that time. Right. is. We all just kind of you know? hold
1: it at a distance. Is that what we're,
0: I think we're all just over here. Just <laughs> like, yeah, there's something going on. Uh, and I don't want to know. I don't care. I mean, some people I guess do like, cause, you know, like, like, yeah. But I've also it's just gotten to this weird, headspace man.
1: of like really feeling like I'm giving her boobs a blowjob. you know, like you
0: are like, yeah. some people can come from just like, Dude, nipple she stimulation. like almost
1: comes from it. I'm still working on that, but you know, it just like does not do. like she. Yeah. Yeah. And when you're that into I mean, it, it's like, yeah, that's basically, you know, and you can use teeth, which is way more fun.
0: Yeah. I mean, I can definitely see that being a thing. It just like, uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I'm, I feel like one day I'll be able to actually come from nipple stuff Mm -hmm. just because like right now, like when someone does it, like I've had to tell people to stop a lot, right? Like, okay, it's too much much, now. So much sensation. But if I time it out with somebody, well, because here's the thing, as my nipples get played with, like I'm almost always instantly hard yeah, and like, or at least when certain people do it. Sure it's yeah. uh, some people don't know what the fuck they are doing. I'm just like, oh no. <laughs> dude, when you get like somebody who you <laughs> uh, don't enjoy the way they kiss your boobs, you're like, fuck, this is just wasted time. Yeah. But you can't it's kind of almost like telling people that they're a bad kisser. It's like Yeah. Uh, it's like, dude, you're just please stop. Like you're not doing do you anything think that, for me. Do you
1: think that it's possible to communicate what you want there? Or is it just more instinctual and people aren't gonna get
0: um, yeah. I think column A, column B. Yeah. I mean, if you're, da- it just depends on the situation. If you're dating the person, I'm gonna start talking you through how. And yeah, it's that, like, yeah. hey, here's how I like it to happen. Okay. If it's just somebody I'm hooking up with, I might yeah. give casual pointers, like in the middle, like, ooh, a little softer. Oh, can you do that more? Mm-hmm. But I'm not gonna be like, all right, let me stop and break down what I'm looking for. And <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> if yeah. you suck it on my titties right now, yeah. right? Because, like, yeah, I think it is a lot of just instinct. Like, I've just. Yeah, Yeah, made out with a lot of people and kissed a lot of people where I'm honestly like, what the fuck are you doing? Mm -hmm. Like, what are you doing with your mouth right now? What made you think that that's a good idea?
1: Mm -hmm.
0: Like, I think I want to write like a general. I mean, everyone likes to be kissed differently, but I think I could write a good general (laughs) guideline to kissing where it's like rule number one, which you wouldn't think you would have to tell people. Open your fucking mouth. Do not just, like, hold your mouth in the same semi-open, semi-closed position. Can you clear that? I don't want that stale-ass smoke. Thank you. Um, Yeah, open your mouth. Move your mouth around. Like, play mimicry, like, mime games with the other person's mouth. Like, follow their movements, you know? Two, it's like, making out isn't (laughs) just repetitive, like... Like, you don't just kiss each other over and over again. Like, there's, like, different, like, modes you can flow through, right? Mm-hmm. You know, just two easy things up top. Rule number three, you don't need to bite somebody's fucking tongue every, or, like, lip every time you kiss them. Like, your teeth should not be involved 80% of the time. Yeah, you gotta like, if you're just, like, for a good, basic, casual, sexy makeout, all lips, it's going to feel stupid, but pout your lips like fucking Steven Tyler, and then start making out like keep keep i'm just not exactly but i'm just saying you do it in an exaggerated way and it'll fall into a natural place once you start doing it but it's like i just
1: never thought about it but so
0: many people (laughs) like kiss by like pulling their lips back and to open and Hmm. you get a lot of teeth clinking a lot of teeth like scraping of lips it's like no it's like make try and make your lips like soft and like
1: people do do that
0: yeah and like those like three or four basic things would like solve so many things also it's just like
1: that's great you should write a little guide i know
0: (laughs) Tongue.
1: asperger's people explain it's
0: just kissing, like if you want to blowjobs, know the system of like kissing like a oral basic, sex yeah. you know and then you all change it for whoever you're with and whatever your passion <laughs> yeah. level is and style is you know like tongue stuff would be like the the appendices at the end where it's like okay if you want to get into tongue stuff like there's some basic ish rules but that's more like preferential some people just don't like tongue right mm-hmm. So, and then
1: yeah, mouths are shaped differently. and
0: Tongues are different links. Yeah, but also some people do this thing where it's like they just stick their tongue in their mouth and like leave it. Mm. I'm like, no, 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 no. Mm, if we're going to have our mouths open and our tongues in each other's mouths, we better be like playing around with our tongues yeah, I don't, together. I've, like,
1: I've never had this like limp fish. What mm-hmm. What is that? I, yeah, it's like a dead fucking that fish
0: tongue. Just like... Experience more than once? Oh, yeah. Several times. From... Or they just try and push it as far back into your mouth can you give as me they can. The
1: demographics of these people who are doing this—is there?
0: Oh, uh, I've never it, encountered that. No, I mean—is there mostly? Actually, saying, not thinking it about it, mostly men.
1: Well, that's what my assumption would be.
0: I have a lot of thoughts on kissing. It's a thing that, like, I like in my last relationship, like had to like have conversations about. So it's like, look, I like you a lot. Like, I met early on. It's like, and I really want to date you for a while, but like. I don't want to kiss you because it's painful. Oh shit! Like, or, it, like biting? You know, yeah, like you like there, there's just like uh, the way that she kissed, like had this like tongue or had this like lower Aggressive. lip biting, scraping like thing constantly. Yeah, and it's like that's it hurts I don't my know mouth. Who
1: taught you to kiss that way? But we're gonna scale back on the biting.
0: Yeah. 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 So yeah, sometimes you have, but to have this conversation. Thing, it was hard for them to get over it. Yeah. in like uh you know it was a very sensitive thing and it's like it took a lot took a lot of the pleasure out of kissing for a second because like and then they were self-conscious about sure. it and like you have to, you're have having to relearn a thing you've been doing for a while which well and is you so, never like, know
1: if like the last relationship the person really really liked that way of kissing and so they yeah she just got used sure. to it and all that you know
0: but so that's why i'm saying like i don't think i think it's a thing you can correct but it's got to be done like tactfully yeah. and like also just like you know
1: Someone else is going to have to write the guide to how to tell your girlfriend she's kissing wrong. Yeah. That's not your zine.
0: What were we talking about? Oh, it's sucking on titties (laughs) and you (laughs) having a titty in your throat and gagging and being real into it and the Freudian shit around <laughs> the it. The
1: Freudian shit around I it. I don't
0: know. I mean, here's like, yeah, I'd never really gotten into the space of, I mean, I've definitely sucked on people's titties and been in the space of like, Oh, maybe they're like breastfeeding There's me, like but I've never. Yeah, I, vibe. Yeah. Like, you're, they're in your chest. I like, the, the, like, like I'm, yeah. Like, like I've never, but this was the first time I was ever the one like getting my titties sucked uh-huh. on and like legit, like I kind of thought about it before, but I never felt it before where I was like, Oh, it's happening now okay, okay, now I'm on the other side where I'm, like, thinking about...
1: Yeah, see, I'm not sure I ever really do that. I don't know. I got to figure out my headspace for that. Because the only one, like, that I've really enjoyed before, uh, the headspace, like, the headspace that I had to get into... Like, with most girls, I didn't enjoy anything with my boobs, really. Yeah, up um, until recently. Maybe a little bit with my first girlfriend. Yeah. And then but with my um my future second ex wife, um <laughs> <laughs> just gonna keep saying it until it's not the case. Um uh I I did learn to enjoy it to some extent, but I had to get into the the headspace of that I was like being molested you know, to enjoy it. So that was my way in there. That was
0: my very healthy way of...
1: (laughs) I was like, this is functional. I don't know. It's better than not... (laughs) It's better than hating every moment of it, you know? Just lean in (laughs) to feel Mm -hmm. like you're being molested. Um, So, but I don't really like doing that with the girl and I don't really, like, need to. Like, I can just kind of enjoy it on its own in this way, but, like, I don't really have... Sp- I like, I feel like it would be better if I had a headspace. And I think I'm, I'm curious to see if I try to lean into like being the nurturing end of like, can I do? Can I feel that? way or is there some other way
0: yeah i mean i think for you maybe i think
1: of it as a blowjob yeah i don't know but i'm so like dysphoric when just like thinking of this whole like
0: i mean maybe you have to move it away from move it into the realm of science fiction kind of like i have like whenever i imagine that like because like my body is kind of science fictiony and it's kind of in it the way it's composed of two things it has a futuristic element to it right Mm -hmm. uh and And the impossibility of, like, my not being able to give birth helps it feel science fiction-y. But for you, maybe you're, like, put put yourself in the headspace of being the boy lesbian robot that's, like, trained to, you know, serve. And all you can do is, like, you're there performing a function to, like, help this thing that, like, has a right to feed off of you or something like that. I mean, you know, not that exactly, but you get what I'm saying about how... you you move yourself away from the femininity and the idea of womanhood that's attached to feeding a thing from your body. You can create like some sort of alternate like universe where there's a different reason why you're able to do that action. And then you might be able to still get some sort of like pleasure through that. Right. With, Mm -hmm. if you remove the idea of like femininity and womanhood. Yeah. Okay. Or how explicitly tied to it, it is.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'll and think and about instead
0: that. make it about the aspect of like servitude and nurturing. Right. Just some high titty sucking advice <laughs> from a trans girl <laughs> over say, here.
1: I'll, I'll, try, I'll try to think about that next time.
0: hey let me tell you how to use your boobs (laughs) i've only had mine for a few months i'm I'm
1: asking i i think we
0: might have been in i think i might have been enjoying having boobs longer than you have can a woman can a woman
1: mansplain (laughs) yes because if so i think (laughs) i'm just i'm gonna say that you mansplain boobs to me but
0: is it inaccurate? The thing
1: is, I needed someone too. I, th- th- I I never I, I don't have enough male role models in my life, and you're like one of the only ones. And I'm sorry <laughs> that that so misgenders you, but like you were the one who helped me change a tire. So, like <laughs> I
0: fucking love that. It's like my number one I think male makes role you model. a feminist. Oh my trans roommate. strong
1: handshake and knows how to change a tire. Yeah. <laughs> Well, because how am I supposed to get uh, male mentors? Like, no one, no one thinks to adopt me.
0: Okay, let's take a quick break, and then uh, we'll come back with some more fun shit. Hey, y'all. If you've been listening to the podcast for a while or are new to the podcast, you probably have a lot of thoughts about what we're saying or just us in general, and we would love to hear them. So you should head on over to iTunes and leave us a rating and then write a nice review about us, Uh, like this one listener did. They said, The dialogue may be crass, but it digs for the embarrassing sameness and messy experience we all share and needing a way to identify ourselves. As insightful as it is difficult to sit all the way through, like waiting for a new lover to find your sweet spot. When they get there, they get there. Wonderful. Give us more like that. You want us to use your kink name, correct? Yes. Okay. How do you pronounce your kink name?
2: Persephone Darner.
0: Persephone Darner. Wait, a
1: kink name? I don't have a kink name. How do you get a kink name?
0: You just make up your own name, just like you. Like for
1: FetLife or like...
0: Yeah, a lot of people will use their life name, but, like, also, it's kind of, like, people have burner names. It's, like, a name you use in that sphere, especially if you don't want to use your real name or, like, be identified, like, in public, right? And so it's, like, very common for people to either pick it or, like, in some cases with, like, if you have a dom, sometimes you can, like, be given a name and you just kind of stick with it after a while, you know? Um, Yeah. I've never really had one. I guess I kind of use my life thing a, a little bit, but, like, that's not really...
1: You have I a good name on uh, PlayStation or something. What's that? It's
0: my fat life name. Yeah. yeah. Oh, you don't want to. No. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <Word>. <laughs> well, it was, it remind me later. But anyway, that yeah, that yeah, seems like a good. A good one.
1: I feel like, but. But
0: yeah, yeah. fat lives for my real friends. Hey, although we do have a gender fluids fat life, you can go follow us on. It's mm-hmm. just gender fluids. I check it occasionally, but like you know. If you're like some fucking weirdo who doesn't want to do Facebook or Instagram <laughs> yeah. or like, you know, <laughs> or, you me- or Medium like or any of the other ones. And it's just like I'm just just gonna do Fat Life like Jennifer Fluids. Um anyway, okay, so today we have Persephone with us, which Wait,
2: uh, Persephone... Wasn't there a last name? Uh, yeah, but you can just say Persephone or Seph. Uh, the whole thing's just kind Seth. of a moniker for the internet so that can be found everywhere. Just like to add something. What to was the it end. though? Persephone Darner. Darner. I okay. stole it from a dragonfly. There's a there's a dragonfly that the scientific name for it is oh. Persephone's Darner. Persephone's Darner, so, okay. Why well, a dragonfly? Um, I just really like dragonflies. They are... Very versatile flyers. I think one of nature's like most. Actually, they can go up, down, backward, just all over the place, mm-hmm. and they eat mosquitoes. So like that's a, cool. Because like mosquitoes a queen suck. In chest. They eat mosquitoes. Okay, I like that. And sometimes right. wasps. Nice. What? So, the dragonfly can eat a wasp. That's tight. I think they can like at, at least put up a fight with one.
0: That's crazy. I
2: want to watch a dragonfly eat large bugs. Yeah.
0: <laughs> okay. Well. All so. right. So, Seth. Yes, yeah, Seth Persephone Darner um, is here because we talked about how tickling was a fetish, and it was
2: just
1: <laughs> we were like in pain just uh, yeah. thinking
0: about it. I just, well, I here,
1: it was yeah. there ever a
2: time you didn't like being tickled? I mean, I can't, I don't think so. I think there are times when maybe people tickle me that I don't want to tickle me, mm-hmm. and then it's like I don't want this to happen. But aside from that, aside from me actually liking the sensation of it, I don't, I can't imagine a time then.
1: Like as a young
2: child, you you still always liked being tickled? I mean, as far back as I can remember. um, But like I said, I didn't particularly like it if family members tickled me, but that's a different thing. Like it's not that I didn't like the feeling, it's that I didn't want them to do it. Yeah.
1: So do you think that you hate it extra when the wrong person tickles you? Like, do you think that you are more bothered if someone you don't want to be tickling you is tickling you than I would maybe be bothered
2: if someone I don't want to be tickling me is tickling me? That's really hard to say because it hasn't happened as much, especially in my adult life. You know, I kind of just keep myself surrounded by people that I would want
1: to. Yeah. I mean, most people aren't non-consensually tickling each other in adulthood, but that happens to you as a kid a lot, Mm -hmm. being non-consensually tickled. It's interesting, you know? Yeah. when was the last time either of y'all was non-consensually tickled?
0: Uh, even just a little i guess well i mean it happens like for me like with every new relationship Uh there's always a moment where you have like the tickling discussion i feel like where it's like yeah what are your opinions on being tickled and like where are (laughs) you ticklish and like how much attention should i pay to like avoiding those areas because like for me like i'm very ticklish and i it's it's i hate it so much right and it's just like which is why this is all fascinating to me because it's, like, I, I kind of am hoping that I'm going to find some window into it. And I can, like, learn to, yeah. like, make it a pleasurable thing because it's such a part of my it physiology. it's
1: fascinating to like it.
0: Yeah. <laughs> so, like, but, yeah, I mean, like, tickled me, like, for a second. And, like, I was, like, I can't. I can't do that. And I was, like, oh, okay, cool. It was like, then we had a little tickling convo. Oh fuck! I said their name. Shit. Well, I'll just bleep that shit out. (laughs) Sorry, I was feeling very open. I remember my brain goes, "Was that Adrian?" (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Adrian.
1: (laughs) Um, Okay, so are do whenever you get tickled, do you ever go into headspaces? Do you ever put storylines around it? Um, Is it just like do, do you think about how much you can handle? Like I don't know, just the psychology of it.
0: Hmm. Yeah, what's a rundown of, like, a tickling scene?
2: Yeah. I don't... I'm kind of getting into, like, what I really like, and as far as scenes and stuff, I haven't gotten too much further than just I want to be tickled or I want to tickle people. Um, But I could see it moving in that direction in the future. Uh, As for headspace, I mean... I guess it's also hard for me to say, but I think definitely if a scene is super intense, then, yeah, there's just kind of a... A nice headspace that, you know, I can get into for a couple of hours or so. And then uh, there's also definitely a drop involved and even tickling. So yeah. A drop? Oh, like sub-drop. Um, tell a, me more about that. I don't think that, Ariel knows yeah. about that. Okay, yeah. so that's just like if you're, you're having a scene, you're having a really good time, um, you're going to feel good for, you know, maybe three to five or six hours. Mm-hmm. And then after that, you're going to start feeling a little... Maybe not so great. And it's just kind of down. the bodies. yeah, the body's kind of, um, what's the word I'm looking for here? Uh, response. Just, yeah, just kind of response to the heightened levels, then it goes into lower ones. Yeah. And I'm actually learning that this can last for maybe weeks because, like I said, um, so last two weeks, two weeks ago, two weekends ago, um, Nora and I went to uh, an event called Nest, and it's essentially a gathering of tickle people. The people that are into tickling that get together and um do their thing nest and i like yes, that <laughs> st it's an acronym i think it's northeastern society of tickle files is the official the okay. official that's such a cute name
1: i want there to be like a, a mommy little fetish group called nest though too <laughs>
0: like a nest chapter uh-huh anyway
2: I mean, just like a nest Aww.
0: so how was that really how was that convention
2: it was really great um I didn't really know what to expect. I mean, it's been something that's been going on for years, and I've just, in the situation that I was prior to moving to Austin, it wasn't something that I saw myself as being able to do. And then I finally got to do it, and it was really great. Um, I think next, for the next time I go, I know maybe to be a little more outgoing, because I kind of just allowed people to approach me mm. or. I didn't, I've never been to anything like this and I've never been surrounded by people who actually like the same thing as me. So that was a really, that was a really fun experience. And I think I was able in my way even to kind of get out of my shell and make some things happen. So
0: yeah, it's nice knowing that everybody around you is like on the same level, more or less, like you all have like a very, I don't know, it's it's a community. It's like the true feeling of a community, but like, it's nice when it's a thing that's as close and personal to you as a fetish is, right? Mm If I only be around those other people, that's... uh.
1: Wait, so walk me through, you go to a convention center and everyone has booths or what, how does Um, does a tickling convention
2: work? Well, this is actually set up in a hotel. Okay. And this year it was the first time that they had used this particular hotel and they had been using a different one years prior and I have no idea what kind of setup they had before because it was my first year ever. So um, there were some issues with the hotel this year, but... Other than that, I mean, they just have like a big, uh, one of the big kind of conference centers. So it's like a hotel that has just like a big conference room. Um, and they set up the some of the play equipment in there. They had like a partition they could pull across if they wanted to do like orientations or just kind of other little classes and stuff on the other end. But yeah, it was like that. There was just play that could happen whenever... They had, like, classes and demonstrations that you could attend uh, that were just put on by various people in the community. What Real Um, quick,
1: what are some examples of toys in the tickling? Toys. You said Um, they had toys provided there?
2: Oh, yeah, like play equipment. But also, um, let's see, they had just, like, a cot where you could bring your own bondage and just, like, strap yourself to it. They had various, like, suspension-type things that I'm not too familiar with, but it was just, like, kind of some poles Standing, and like, there was like a hook at the very so top. So you could be suspended yeah. and then tickled from that. Um, That's kind of. Funny. And they had like a, a St. Andrew's cross, I think. And then there mm-hmm. was like a chair that would like hold your arms. It was just like a wooden. Um, and I think some of the people built like these things in the community. There was definitely one person that had something in his hotel room that like I didn't even know about until the last day. Yeah. And they were like, it was called the chariot. And so um, there's just this tickle contraption, this like bondage device that some dude built. Uh-huh. had in his room and would, you know just ask people if they wanted to try it out how so does it work i i think i only ended up even seeing a picture of it like i didn't even see the thing in person but it was just like a chair uh that you sit in it like straps your feet in at the end uh to like some stocks yeah and then I, he might have had things to like tie the toes back i don't know and Try then, the toes back. Yeah, yeah like to you get pull it. your
0: feet up and back to like keep them tense and oh, exposed. I have
2: some leg issues. I can't even do that. <laughs> but yeah, and it like bound your arms and stuff. So Tight. definitely interesting things going on cool. there. But and then as far as toys, people get creative. I saw someone had a toothbrush, but they had put like they took the head off and put a feather on the end of it, so it was a vibrating feather. Oh, a vibrating oh, electric toothbrush. I'm very curious about that. Now. <laughs> I just
1: amazed. I was like, why doesn't Why would you have just a toothbrush handle? Well, I mean, they do all <laughs> kinds of no, an electric toothbrush. That all kinds of
2: fun sense. things with toothbrushes too. Um, just the electric toothbrushes themselves can tickle like shit. So
0: yeah, really. Mm-hmm. Like just
2: the head of it. Yeah. Oh, just oh my god. The vibrating. Um, I've
0: never thought about the world of tickle toys. Like it does seem pretty expansive.
2: Mm-hmm. There's just all kinds of things that you can co-opt. I have a hairbrush that I like. It's just like a boar hairbrush that just, it's really fun on my feet. Oh, man. Mm-hmm.
1: So did you go to any of the classes or demonstrations? Some of them, I feel can you like. give some examples of what they're demonstrating?
2: Oh, yeah. I have this pamphlet I just mm-hmm. remembered.
1: Okay, so here's some classes. So you want to be a, quote, napper, tickle, uh, well, there's some kind of names I can't read in Alberta. Oh, right. So, okay, so like, come learn what it takes to be part of the napping team. Or no, it's the whole word's not in quotes. It's shortened. hmm
2: oh, okay. It's kind of like kidnapping. I just call it napping. Ah. So basically, you can sign up. I didn't do this. But before the event, you can sign up and you can say, I'm interested in this. And what it is, is at some point during the event, um, a group of people will essentially come and grab you. And I think in some cases they put like hoods over their head and just take them to a random like hotel room, and tickle torture them. And there was at least one that's so cool. There was at least one that was a public scene that that was like they did it on that cot in the main room. And it was like, yeah. I love it when
0: adults can get together and just make each other happy. Like Uh, that is some like teamwork. Oh
1: my god, gang tickled,
0: (laughs) public gang bang
1: tickling. (laughs) 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 Mm.
0: (laughs) I would I would be into watching that happen. Like I. I don't know if I could do it, but, like, from a voyeuristic aspect, I could definitely get into, like, seeing that go down. I
1: mean, I'm into all of it but the tickling, so just (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. see if I can get – I wonder if I could get into tickling because of the non-consent and everything, you know? It feels like instead of it being, like, a really horrible thing for me, maybe I could change it into a really hot thing. I don't know. Okay, so there's a thing on consent. um, (laughs) Pointless. (laughs) Ruins the whole thing. So I had a (laughs) – (laughs) <laughs> no, there's uh, a real consent versus my little uh, hypothetical. Damn, this stupid headphones. Okay.
2: Constructively managing post-gathering drop. Right. So that's kind of part of a, a lot of people just from going and being with people, you know, for a weekend. And honestly, the weekend didn't even feel long enough. Like, I wish it could have been like four days or a week or so. But just kind of have, being in that space surrounded by people and then having all that play. Just kind of goes back to what I was saying earlier about um, dropping when you get home, mm-hmm. and that was definitely a thing. And then depending on how far you have to fly to get there, because I mean there were definitely people there from Germany and just other parts of the country, so they were dealing with like you know jet lag on top of all this. So yeah. it had to be pretty intense. We only had to fly from Philadelphia, which wasn't horrible. It was just like one hour lost. So, but still, plane rides are taxing. Um, so there's just kind of a lot to unpack when you get back from an event like that, I think. And for me, what I was getting at, the last day I actually did end up doing a scene that was like a, a multiple tickler. I think you called it gang. Gang tickle? Gang, yeah. That actually <laughs> did happen. I was able to set that up. I had seven people at most, but I think one of them ended up kind of just wavering in and out. Uh, they were... They were all tickling you? Yes. At the same time? Yes. Oh, wow. That were sounds- you, what position were you in? Um, yeah, I went, with, mind me asking? I went with the cot that was in that room and I did, I started, <coughs> I was on my back and nor was it the head of me the whole time, just giving it to me <laughs> and then five or six other people just kind of all around me, uh, doing the same thing. I think there were three electric toothbrushes involved and then my favorite hairbrush and man, yeah. I don't even own one for my fucking teeth. <laughs> i'm so
1: poor um okay that sounds beautiful that though. sounds beautiful how did you feel like, like what's going on in your head are you just being like yolo <laughs> my life rules or what
0: or was it a little bit of like i can't <laughs> believe i actually got this to happen yeah I'm like, holy shit this is
2: or are you just like, too busy enjoying it how is this i mean a little bit of both yeah it's just i think a really euphoric thing for me to just be able to laugh for that long because i don't <laughs> The kind of person I am, I don't really laugh for any other reason, hardly. Yeah. Like, it, it, you have to really get to know me for, to even see that part of me. And um, So,
1: tickling is a way for you to laugh. It didn't even occur to me <laughs>
2: that, like, the laughter, of course. Jesus, this is so beautiful. <laughs> so, yeah, there is kind of a catharsis to it all. Um, but yeah, I started on my back, and then I think probably forty minutes into the session, I flipped over and I was on my stomach.
0: Forty minutes in? Yeah, You're just on. laughing oh for forty god. minutes. Okay, hold on. Oh that, my god! The, I was when you were saying this. I, think, I was thinking it was like going to be like a fifteen minute, mm. maybe twenty at the tops. So like forty minutes into
2: tick, and then it kept going. <sighs> yeah, for that's like just another like part probably one. thirty or forty. Oh my god. <sighs> Wow.
0: I mean that sounds amazing, but that's that's something I'm not having to process that. Yeah. That is like I got my eyebrows done once and I thought <laughs> sitting having to sit there for that long was hard and it's like it's having to be tickled for forty minutes, not like not able to like really move How can you like breathe? are you strapped down or are you like free to like wriggle?
2: Yeah. Um my, if, my wrists and my ankles were strapped, but that was I could like, kinda move my elbows and my knees and like wiggle my butt and shit, so Okay, <laughs> But I mean, I've never like felt like I needed to say word. honestly, even during that session. Like when I did, I was just like, well, this has gone on for like way too long. Yeah. And I'm like turning this mat into a sweat pool. So I should probably end this now. Yeah. And and the, the people were like, well, people shouldn't be on this equipment for more than 45 minutes. And I had no concept of time like while yeah. this was happening. So by the time it ended and they were like, oh, yeah, it's been like two hours. I was like, oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> my bad. My bad. <laughs>
0: That sounds yeah. like a great like end to that like convention, or like at least for you like to be able to like organize that. But it's like a good kind of climactic like stamp on the whole weekend. It seems.
2: Yeah, I could. I'm. I'm glad it went that way. I couldn't have imagined doing it like as the first thing because I think I would have just been dead like the rest of the weekend mm. because. Yeah. Like I mean, I, I've been feeling down for like two weeks now. I haven't really been into, like, anything to do with tickling in a weird way. Like, it's not... I don't feel like I've lost the kink or anything. It's You're just, like... right now. Yeah. I'm, I'm just... It's hard for me to kind of, like, moderate the subreddit and, like, do the things that I normally do that has anything to do with tickling because it's just, like, eh. So... Can you, you moderate it? a subreddit for Oh, it? yeah. I'm, I'm the moderator. I pretty much created the tickling subreddit. Okay. Oh, yeah. So,
0: I'm getting the sense that even though this is a thing that's probably fairly popular amongst like you know it's probably yeah I think people are generally into it right I think it seems like a very spread out unconnected community
2: I think so yeah it's hard even like in Austin it's kind of hard for me to find um people to play with essentially that I'm you know kind of into or whatever I, I found a couple and one of the people actually was also at the at the gathering so we played a little bit while we were there and then um we've had a session since like I got back but it's just you know, it, I, that's kind of how I realized I wasn't in the right headspace to be doing that right now. So
0: is there a place that people who are into tickling in Austin can go to try and find other tickling people besides FetLife or is FetLife and like the tickling subreddit really your only options?
2: As far as I've been able to tell, I haven't found anything. Um, The only thing I found, there's a, I know there's a group on FetLife that's more kind of like for cuddling and tickling type Mm -hmm. of stuff. I've seen that, yeah. And I, I think they're kind of starting to get back into action, so I might check that out. But as for places to go, I've just been hitting up like general kink scenes and parties and stuff and just trying to advocate in my way, which is usually just like being in a tickle scene. But that's the most i've been able to do so far i think okay okay i have a few questions um one how many people were at this convention the convention i think it was like 210 something like that so at least yeah 200 people in this hotel they came close to selling out the whole thing so that it could just be us but they were like i want to say like maybe five or ten extra rooms or something wow cool A lot of
1: um were you like what were you wearing are you not are you naked are, are, what are, does sex also happen like tell me about all that um
2: I think sex happens but it's just like if you negotiate it and take it to like a hotel room like there weren't people fucking in the main area that I saw I don't think that would have been okay but I, but I don't know but because there was like there were top there's like toplessness was going mm-hmm. on. You can you know you could dress down pretty much however much you wanted if you were playing. Like I think I was in uh just like a, a bra and a thong like mm-hmm. bikini. Type things, so or not bikini, okay. but whatever. So underwear. things are things are like definitely sexy. You yes. know, it's like yeah. it's not yeah.
1: like we're pretending to be like oh we're just tickling. It's forever. not a bunch of people in <laughs> cargo
2: shorts and t shirts hanging yeah, out. At the like, oh, room. Oh, <laughs> and there are yeah. definitely people that go that don't have that kind of sexual component that uh-huh. like maybe enjoy tickling, but. I mean, they kind of just have to find their people and their whatever they want, just kind of aside from... Yeah. Because, I the mean, like, the sex ticklers. stuff is <laughs> going to happen. Like,
1: yeah. Well, so that leads me to this next question, then, which is, like, I assume that some people are more tickling bottoms and tickling tops, um, but is everyone kind of a switch? Because you really got to take your turn tickling, especially for <clears throat> gang-bang tickling <laughs> sessions.
2: Um, this is a good time to bring up lingo, actually. So there's... Ticklees and there's ticklers oh. and we just kind of say lees, lurs and switch. Lees-lurs. And cool. surprisingly, there there actually are a lot of people that are just one or the other. Like there are definitely people that yeah. I, I just like to tickle people, and then there are people that just like to be tickled but don't like to be bothered tickling people. And then there's switches, which is what I am. I like both. I like everything to do with it. So
1: yeah,
0: <laughs>
1: lees, lures
0: and switches. Lees,
1: lures and switches. That's it's a good band name pro- too. Pronouns, Lee and Lur.
0: I don't know. I feel much better about tickling now. I got to be real. Like when we talked about it last time, I was just like, dude, this is yeah. some like some crazy. Yeah. Some crazy. Shit. S- yeah. <laughs> horrible. And now I'm like, Oh, I mean like,
2: you it's know what? It's actually pretty like, I mean, <laughs> It can yeah. be if you want it to be, but it's like, it doesn't, it, you know, there's all different ways that you can approach it and figure out your place in it. Yeah.
0: I'm just happy that like, I don't know. I was able to see another aspect to it. Yeah, just, oh, yeah. Do you
1: do you ever? I don't because I don't know how alone I am in this. Like, do you ever, in, just in your head, incorporate some kind of storyline? Or yeah, are you role playing out anything that's uh, including the tickling in your sex life or whatever? Sometimes
2: mm. the only role playing I've really done is kind of online because there's definitely uh, people that get together and like forums and things and find each other for that kind of thing. And I have done that before. And honestly, I'm not good at like role playing because I'm not, I don't have a whole lot of practice putting imagination into what's happening. I guess Mm -hmm. people, I usually ask them, like, well, is there any scenario that you like? And then they'll tell me, oh, well, I want to be like, I don't know, whatever it is. I can't even think of anything. But they'll (laughs) tell me and I'll just try to go along with it. Otherwise, it's just Uh like a general scene. So. That's just kind of something I guess I would have to put an effort into moving into for me because right now it's just like I just want to find people that want to even partake in any part of it at all. Yeah, yeah. And it's like I can't, I don't know. But yeah, there's definitely room for that and there's definitely people that do that. Um, I think part of the napping thing was that you actually can write out like, oh, I would like this type of scenario and then they would, you know, if if they chose you, they would play that out for you.
1: That's awesome. That's a nice community. It is. We'll <laughs> organize a kidnapping fantasy for you, if you ask. <laughs> That's nice.
0: Well, is there is there anything else you want to let people know uh, before we wrap up here? Any final words or thoughts or things that we didn't ask that you wanted to get out there?
2: I just wanted to say that, I mean, kind of surrounding consent stuff, like that is a big thing. Um, and there are still people that I, I don't really know how this event was run before, but it was like, Nora and I were leaving and we were approached by this guy and he seemed nice enough. Like we were at the airport and then the last thing he says is, oh, well, I just think there's too many rules regarding, you know, how, how you can touch people and stuff like that. And I'm like one of the old people from Nest. Like I, I was here when it was like four guys in a basement or something. I can't remember what he said, but, um, I don't know. That kind of rubbed me the wrong yeah. way. And ooh, I need to catch my breath.
0: Don't yeah, take your time. Fast.
2: Are you okay? <sighs> but yeah, um, I do just want people to know that people that are into tickling—I mean—shouldn't be just like walking around tickling people non-consensually. Like that's not something that I want to be a legitimate fear that people have uh, when it comes to just being around us. Um, I'm very picky or very particular about how I approach just the way that I touch people. That just given the way that I, that, that I like this. So I, I don't tickle people unless we've talked. We've, they know that like, hey, this is an interest of mine. Um, but yeah, that's the main thing. I could see people kind of being a little skittish around tickle people because, oh no, they're going to tickle me. But <laughs> it's like, no, I'm not going to unless we talk about it. really. <laughs> I want people to know that that's how most of the community is. And like even at yeah. these events, there are these people that are like, oh, the world's changing and whatever, but that's the minority the world's changing that's what the guy said he's like oh the world's changing we have to consent and ask people to touch them now like I don't know what that's about I just it does it blows my mind it's usually some kind of like not
1: only straight white man but like a businessman like a middle-aged straight white businessman who will just like think it's okay to touch you on your side in that little way like tickle you a little and that makes me want to kill everyone in that demographic yeah
2: and so at the gathering they're very particular about that that you just don't touch anyone not even if it's you don't put your hand on someone's shoulder even like you don't touch anyone unless you've talked about it and yeah. so it's just like if someone were thinking oh i would love to go to this gathering and just kind of see what's about it um i would, I would just want them to know that you know it, it's discouraged that people would be that yeah. you would have to have that fear of yeah. oh, are people going to be tickling me when i don't want them to be yay so, so
1: no one need be afraid of ticklers and ticklies
0: And if you're into it, look up Nest and go to the Tickling subreddit. Yeah. Find your people. Maybe
1: I'll finally learn how to use Reddit to get into tickling.
0: Thanks for coming and talking to us about tickling. This has been great.
1: Thanks, Seth. This has been another NPR production out of Safe
0: Space Studios. We're broadcasting on 66.6 FM. That's K-F-U-X. Peace. Ciao.
2: I'm Janish Meeting, a native writer and comedian, and I'm thrilled to announce that my podcast, Woman of Size, has found a permanent home on the Hoo Haha Network. On Woman of Size, I talk to artists, writers, activists, and thinkers about their big ass lives, their big ass experiences, and their big
1: asses. Woman of size is plus size. Latina. Latina flawed. Curvy. curvy Thick queen. Queer. Fat. Black. Disabled. So come take up space and subscribe to Woman of Size on Apple Podcasts or wherever you like to listen. Be big, baby.
2: This has been a hoo-ha-ha Podcast.